Hello, hello! Welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play Podcast, episode 15. If this podcast was a Pokemon, it'd be Magikarp, and now that it's level 15, it would be evolving into a Gyarados, which would be a problem because now our quality would have to go up. I was going to say, you can't can't lead off with that, dude. You're (laughs) setting us up for, for some pretty severe failure. That's true. If this is a Gyarados now, it still only knows Tackle. That's true. That's true. It, it doesn't know anything meaningful until like level twenty or something. I don't. I don't. I don't really remember. I just remember it evolved at level fifteen. Getting it to that point was a pain in the butt. It was. A, anyway, yeah. with me as always yeah. is fantastic hot sauce Sam Grezes. <laughs> oh, that's like my favorite one you've done so far. Fantastic really? hot sauce. So- yeah, I there's something about that one that I really really liked. Fantastic Hot Sauce would also definitely be the name of a band from Canada that Trevor Risk doesn't like. Like one of those really fun bands that gets a lot of radio play, but is is kind of vapid at the end of the day. You know? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say radio play. Fantastic Hot Sauce to me sounds like a dumb internet gimmick band. Oh yeah, that actually is terrible. Yeah, but, but yeah, had a really true. good YouTube video or something. Yep. That's what yeah. I'm, I'm going to straight up confess. Normally, I try and think of those little one-liners to call you. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I realized I didn't have one right as I started talking, but there's hot sauce sitting on my desk. Is it fantastic? Oh, it is absolutely fantastic. What, what kind is it? It is crystal. It's just oh, okay. straight. Yeah, uh, Louisiana hot sauce. It's yeah. kind of like Frank's Red Hot. It's yeah, really yeah. simple. I, I dump it on everything. That's like, so good. It's it's sick. I, I put it on everything. Pizza, rice. I if there's something that needs a little flavor, I just dump this crap all over it, and my sinuses thank me. Nice, nice. They make like Taco Bell fire sauce now. Well, they they have they have made Taco Bell fire sauce for years and years, but now they bottle it, and you can like buy it at the store, and that's just like no. no I, I don't want to go to a I don't want to go to a store to buy Taco Bell sauce. Even if it's okay, I no. No, I, that's that's no. fair. You get your Taco Bell sauce the same way everyone else gets their Taco Bell sauces by grabbing a ton of packets and sticking them into your sweatpants pockets at you know three a.m. And like, if you want more, you jam them into the bottom of your Mountain Dew Baja Blast cup because you know they're sealed. So it won't no, you always drink. you always end up at Taco Bell with cargo pants or cargo shorts because then you got like yep. ten pockets and yep. then you just fill your pockets and then yep. you look at the people behind the counter and be like, hey, you're out of hot sauce, and they stare at you like, yep. come on, man, yeah. I know what you just <laughs> did, but I'm too lazy to care. I will turn a blind eye, but I will not refill the salsa verde receptacle for you so that you can have more salsa there. I don't care enough that you just did that, but I also don't care enough to fix the problem you right. just caused. Yep. Yep. It's and that's much the problem is. with America today. It is. That is the problem. <laughs> so, I mean, again, like last week, I don't technically have a script or anything this week, but we actually had a little bit of news. We got some news week. this week. It's yeah, not, for sure. It's not worst. I think... The one we need to lead off with is the one that we've talked about plenty already. Mm. It's that uh, Deflate Gate. Yeah. The was over for a second. Yep. Here's Brady announced that he will not pursue further legal action. He is going to eat his little suspension. However. Well, but he might not, though. He might not because the NFL Players Association has been given permission by Brady to continue the to try and take it to the Supreme Court. So we may have 
a Supreme Court Brady versus Goodell. This is, can I just say that this is probably the stupidest outcome possible? Oh, like, yeah. Like, I, like, I feel like a lot of us thought that, oh, this was stupid until now, but, like, Brady is just, like, let's, whatever, you know, fuck it, it's done, whatever, it it's not worth my time anymore. That it might, I thought it was a lot funnier many weeks ago when we realized, when we thought it had no chance of going to the Supreme Court. Yeah. But now it becomes clear that there actually is a small chance of it going to the Supreme Court. I, I mean, I'd, I'd still, like, put it, money that it won't, but, like, at oh, the it, same time. It won't. There's no way it can. There's yeah. no way they're, they're the, the justices are going to, the committee or whoever decides how they're going to, what cases they're going to take, they're going to look at this and they're going to, they're going to laugh. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to, they're going to rip it up and they're going to, they're just going to look at whoever submitted it and throw it in the trash, put it in the shredder right in front of the <laughs> NFL right PA guy. Right in front guy. of D. Smith. Yep, it's it does not belong in the Supreme Court. However, if it actually does get in there, God, it will be funny. It, yeah, it will be. It absolutely will be. I, but it I, definitely feels like it's over. I, I I really hope it is because again, this is like, what is it? The the Pangloss, the character in Candide, who's like all like all this shit happens to him, and we live in the best of all possible worlds, right? Deflate gate is proof of the opposite. The fact that one, it exists, and two, it has taken this track so far in terms of like back and forth appeals, appeals, Bra- you know, Brady versus Goodell, everyone fucking up and being stupid. And now Brady, Brady, we thought he was gonna let it go and and spare us from further idiocy. But then the NFLPA steps in and is like, we'll be happy to pick up the slack, Brady, for you and continue being an idiot on your behalf. Uh, not that I don't enjoy laughing at it, mind you. It's, it's but... just so dumb. I saw one tweet. Somebody basically compared it to someone like going to jail for jaywalking. And everyone was getting on yeah. his case for comparing it because he was obviously a Pats fan. And he was getting mad there, but it's it's kind of similar. Like it's this is not the case that needs to be at the Supreme Court when it comes to the no, NFL. Of course not. It, it needs yeah, to be concussions. Absolutely. It needs to be player like, safety. It needs to be corruption uh, or collusion. The, the, that the, sort of the, thing. The, this is. Uh, I just why why really why I why is yeah. Straight up, if Brady did this, if Brady legitimately deflated balls, which at this point I doubt, even if he did it, this is still so excessive. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Well, this whole I don't think the suspension is that excessive, but I don't think uh, I don't think especially considering like... it's um when the suspension came out the first time and I was under the impression Brady was guilty at the time, was Everybody got mad at the four-game suspension because mm-hmm. they're obviously comparing it to Ray Rice because everything gets compared to Ray Rice now. Mm-hmm. Ignoring the fact that Ray Rice was a huge mistake in the first yeah, place. Right. The NFL figured that out. Four-game suspension, it happened because I figured because it was a uh, second offense because of Spygate. Yep. That was one yep. thing I don't think a lot of people were considering was Spygate happened. If this, I don't know, if Andrew Luck had been caught deflating balls, would he have gotten four games off? Probably not. But because there was a bit of a precedent with the Pats already, I can understand why it was four games. Mm. At this point, I obviously now think it was ridiculous, and I don't think Brady actually did anything. Even if he did, this is 
completely overdone and it's ridiculously stupid. Yep. Yep. So really, there's there's not much more we can say unless it uh, other actually than ends up stupid. in the Supreme Court and we just have to mention it again, which, God, who knows? I, so, really? If Brady's going to eat the suspension, now we get to see uh, Janine Garofalo. Yeah, that'll be fun. I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, we could we could have this whole uh, whole thing where uh, you know Brady comes back and doesn't play as well as everyone thinks he should, and everyone's like, no, 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 Janine Garofalo is the new hotness, and uh, you know we can do that again. And that was fun last time. So I mean, they don't have the worst schedule. They have I mean, no, out of the four games, it's is... Arizona, Miami. The Texans and the Bills. I think they're going to go two and two. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is the world's safest bet. Well, but, but it's it's like you know, Arizona and Arizona and Houston are probably their losses, and you know whatever. At like Houston, yeah, I, I'd say Arizona and Houston are probably the two best chances. Miami feel Miami has. Uh, I don't know if it's in Miami. If it's in New England, they're definitely going to beat the Dolphins. Yeah, but if it's in Miami, they actually haven't beaten Miami in Miami for the past three years. Oh, really? Yeah. I wasn't aware Miami, of that, they, They've actually. split with Miami for the past three years, I believe, huh. and they've lost in Miami each time. I think it actually it's cost them like, the number one seed one of those years. Oh, or wow. maybe two of those years. Maybe last year. The one thing Miami's been able to take out of all this is that they've kind of subtly screwed over the Pats a couple times. <laughs> that's nice. That's, you know, that's good if, if you know. If if you look back on your life and and you know you're on your deathbed and and you know your life starts to flash before your eyes and you know you know that this is it if you can look back and say that your greatest accomplishment for mankind was that you were able to subtly screw over the New England Patriots you know you've done good that's a life that's well a li- lived that's a life without regrets <laughs> yes absolutely you don't you don't want to die cold and alone and feeling like I could have screwed over a Pats fan. Yeah, you know yeah. at the end of you know at the end of Schindler's List when he's he's walking and he starts crying because he realizes he has a ring and the ring could have paid for like another person he could have saved. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that guy, but screwing over the Pats. Right, exactly. Which is probably an extremely inappropriate comparison to make, <laughs> but who cares? <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to be that guy who who looks back in his life and think I could have been meaner to Patriots. Yep, and I wasn't. I am full of regrets. I know I had a loving family, but I could have been meaner to the Patriots. I know I lived a fulfilling life and left a great legacy and a body of work, but I could have been meaner to the Patriots. Yep. My life is a waste. And that's why Eli Manning sleeps easy at night. Right, exactly. And and so does every player who's ever uh, been involved with the Miami Dolphins organization. So that's nice. You know, it's, it's good, good, good for for them. And hey, that that's a, that's actually a pretty pretty apt transition into uh i guess we can talk about arian foster now yep uh, <laughs> news broke yesterday arian foster is a dolphin now i i guess that's when was arian the... foster kind of really fell off the map real fast when was the he? last time he played because i feel like the last time i watched him pl- like actually take a snap on the field I was, it, it was like 2009, I was in college, and he was on someone's fantasy team who wasn't mine, and I was really mad. And then, like, I picked him up next year, and they were like, oh, he's out of the league now, or something. Like, it, wh- I think he played a game or two last year, and then immediately 
tore his dick or something. Oh my god! To- like tore an ACL. And a dick ACL. I, he he he's had he's had injury problems. I think the last three seasons at least. Mm-hmm. So he's he's washed up. He 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 just washed up on the shore of Miami. And they were uh, like, yeah, why not? We'll we'll give it a shot. Yeah, he's. I still remember when we all first heard of him. I think it was against the Colts, the Texans. They they beat the Colts in Houston, and everyone was like, "Who is this Arian Foster guy who just ran for like 150 yards against the Colts? Where'd this dude come from?" Mm. And then he was a big deal for two years or so, and then he started having injury problems. Uh, he's another one of the guys. Like I really root for Arian Foster, and I, I I'm like I am. He's a really smart dude. He's a really smart. He's a really funny dude too. I remember when I used to write for KSK, I kind of like. Uh, when when I wanted to write something but I wasn't sure what I would just go on Arian Foster's Twitter feed because he was always like trolling or doing some sort of weird prank or like actually kind of being funny he I mean he he kind of reminded me of Julian Edelman in that way where like players that don't take themselves seriously or that at least that seriously and like I don't know or, or genuinely entertaining I want Arian Foster to be good but like it's hard to. It, I guess it's just hard to admit that. Yeah, no, he's no, he's not only washed up, but he's been washed up for like years now. Yeah. And like, it will be. I mean, we're probably gonna see him. What take like a snap or two a game, maybe in like some sort of like spell role, possibly. It's and it's. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird because with Arian Foster, there wasn't that drop off. You know what I mean? It was injury, and then. We were promised he he was back, and we were promised like no, he'll, like it's Aaron Foster, he'll be back, he'll be great. And then he just like it, it was an immediate drop off, and then he kept getting hurt. And yeah. and although like it seems to be with running backs, I yeah, I guess. And he was starting to get up there in age too. Like he, he's not obviously not getting any younger. That's but true. I don't think he saw the field when he was real young, so he had he had less tread on him, but. At once you start getting hurt as a running back, I feel like that's it. Mm-hmm. Unless unless you're, oh, who? I mean, Adrian Peterson, obviously. But a lot of running backs, once those injuries start to accumulate over a couple of seasons, you you see a huge decline. Yeah, I and I guess I mean that's that that if you think about the rigors of the position, it makes perfect sense. It's just you know it it doesn't make it any less sad. No. Not at all. But hey, hey, if Arian Foster, yeah, Arian Foster, if you're listening, if you're listening right now, prove us wrong, please. Seriously, I, I, you know, if if Arian Foster starts playing well this season, I'll like watch Dolphins. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know if I've ever watched a Dolphins game in my life. Really? Like actively watched a Dolphins game. Not even when your teams played them? I, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I like watching the Dolphins because, especially the past few years, because they've been kind of stupid. Right, sure. I think the only time stupid I've teams are fun to watch is like Red Zone Channel stuff. Boo. Like I think that's it. Why boo Red Zone Channel, man? The Red Zone Channel is great. I don't know. I a lot of people like Red Zone, and I understand why people like Red Zone. I personally do not like Red Zone. And it's mostly because it's a it. I mean, it's all highlights, mm-hmm. which is what so many people like about it, because mm-hmm. you don't have any of the middle stuff. But it doesn't have 
a lot of context. And I feel the game has always been more enjoyable when you have some context because a team being down there in the red zone, scoring a touchdown, isn't always the most important play of the game. Sometimes it's a third, uh, three three and out on the opposite end of the field with Mm. a little bit left. So I I like watching the game's ebb and flow on a natural. Obviously, if the game is boring, I'll switch to a different game or I'll turn on red zone if I can't find uh, a decent game. But I like to watch the actual full game because you can see how everything swings, everything goes up and down. And I find that more interesting and fulfilling than just watching highlights because then after the week is over, I could just go online and hit highlight videos and see all that anyway on a rewind. I'd rather actually experience a game and then catch all that stuff later then watch all that stuff and then have nothing to watch. Sure. No, that makes sense. Um, that that's my argument. I I under yeah. I perfectly understand why people like Red Zone. It makes perfect sense. I know I'm weird in the fact that I don't, but that's just me. No, no. That uh, what I so what I do like my my football watching experience, which by the way is gonna gonna change because i'm 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 cutting the cord bro i'm i'm getting like playstation view now and uh and unless unless uh an executive from direct tv or comcast or rcn or another major cable or satellite organization is listening right now and wants to uh sponsor the show and give me free tv um I'll be saving a lot of money by just like getting PlayStation View and uh and just getting major networks. So that's cha- going to it's going to have to change the way I watch football, which is kind of lame, but um uh I used to watch so I'd watch the Bears game uh every week. And then um on the nights where there's just one game, right? Like Thursday night and Monday night, I just watch those games. Uh but Sunday so there would be blocks, right? I would I would put on Red Zone Channel in the morning uh, for the early games. I would usually skip all of the afternoon games, and then I would just kind of keep Red Zone on uh, until, you know, the broadcast ended. It was kind of a nice little weekly kind of routine around, around football that I can't wait to uh, uh, get back to in, in one way or another. God, I'm, I'm like, has it been bad for you this year? Not really. Because it's been actually. excruciating for me. I think it's been <laughs> a little bit better this year because I am I got more into basketball this year than I've ever been. So that cut the offseason in half, at least for me. I don't, I, I don't think I've really started to feel the drag until this month. I, yeah, I mean, I guess I can't, I couldn't tell you whether or not I actually felt the drag before this month i i I will say i guess i don't remember feeling the drag um at least that badly uh until earlier this month but it's been like when i felt it it's it's been it's been pretty bad i'm um i'm just like what i want football i want i want to watch my northwestern wildcats i want to watch the bears i want to watch all my favorite teams suck or i mean maybe what like few weeks left i was gonna say so not that anyone's counting but you know 49 days i believe until uh until the kickoff of college football uh and then what like a month after that uh and it's the nfl regular season ish 
But I, I guess one of the other reasons I think I really miss football is, you know, after July 4th, during the summer, uh, unless you have a friend with a grill, uh, you know, not many opportunities for day drinking. And uh, and tailgating. you. Well, I day drink whenever the hell I want. Yeah, so. yeah, but uh, I work from home. <laughs> so, hey, so so this, so this do egg I. Sandwich in the morning at eight o'clock. Ah, I could use a little buzz. <laughs> do you do your best drawing when you're dear, drunk? Dear Dad, I know you're listening to this. I am not an alcoholic. That was a joke. <laughs> Good. I I just want to get back. Oh, I to have the had a morning event. beer before. Oh, dude, morning I've, beers can be great. Morning beers. Morning, can be really I had a morning good. shower beer. I was a few about times. to go that route. I was like, morning beers are great. They're better when when they're in the shower. It's so I you don't get up early. Mm-hmm. I you do some little exercise. You come back. You take a shower. Drink a beer. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. Hell yeah. Uh yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's per, it's like refreshing, and yeah. No, it's great. Shower beers are recommended. If you haven't had a shower beer, you should do a shower beer. I wish shower beer was a company because I would get them to sponsor this podcast. That would be, yes, 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 please. Or, I mean, there are beer companies that just like, hey, beer companies, if you're listening, send us free beer and we'll do shower beer reviews on the next episode. We absolutely will. We will record from the shower and I will be tasting the beers in the shower. It will be amazing. I'll get to decide which ones work best against my palate and the hot water streaming yep. down the back of my head. So far my favorite that I uh I've I've tried uh is I think Coors Light. Like I really so I've tried a, like fancy beers in the shower, right? And it just doesn't work for some reason. And I've even tried like like sessions, right? Like low I I like the sessions actually. Sessions are my choice. It, okay, I mean that's so that's that's the thing though is that like I, when I'm in the shower, I guess flavor is secondary to me at least. I just want a beer that tastes like 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 a mix of beer and water or maybe seltzer, and it's I don't know I I'm not gonna appreciate the flavor of you know of a, a like craft beer session in the shower although. Hey, craft beer companies, I'm I am uh totally open to being proven wrong, so send me free shit. This is the Send Us Free Shit podcast. Speaking of, you were saying this earlier and um so last week we were talking about running running socks and how they've been now recommended to me by two people. Uh Melanie <laughs> Melanie who works at Fleet Fleet Feet Sports and and Keely, your fiance. Um, so here's, I mean, here's what I'm going to say. I don't know if she actually has running socks. That's the funny part. I think she just has like low cut socks that work well with her shoes. I've never seen her have running specific running socks. Like, like, like I have hiking socks that are specifically, Mm. they're big, they're thick, they're heavy duty. So that I can like beat around and not get blisters and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know what a running sock is. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I would assume it's just kind of a, kind of like compression socks. But to be fair, I don't know. In my mind, they're just kind of stupid things that nobody needs. That said, if if you work, no, it'll feet, it'll feet shave sports, ten seconds off your mile, Sam. I'm, God. That's what that's what I'm saying, though. I'm I'm willing to be proven wrong. Listen, Brooks or 
other running sh- shoe and sock company maker that I don't know because I can only think of Brooks right now. Nike. Uh, doesn't I don't think Nike would make running socks. I Nike would make running everything. That's Ni- no, Ni- well, running is how Nike started. That's true. That's true. But Nike ha- Nike has running everything. <laughs> Nike probably has oh uh, running I don't know leg warmers, Ew. running Ew. running rings, running gloves, running sunglasses, running underwear. Ew. Of all varieties, we have running thongs and. I'm d- I'm just saying. Listen, uh, m- my point is, I think I th- I think they're stupid, but I'm willing to be proven wrong, and I'm willing to also lie about how I feel about free products that that our prospective sponsors send us uh, on the show. So, like, if yeah. you send us free shit, I will review them positively, no matter how much your shit might actually suck. Because that's just the kind of uh, what if someone sends I us shit? What if a manure company sends? I shit? will review the shit out of that shit. I'll like grow tomatoes in it or something. I will put the shit down on the carpet and then vacuum it up to see if that shit does indeed suck. Night. There you go. There you go. I got a new vacuum cleaner because of wedding registry, and I'm having a fu- I'm having fun with it. Well, I was I was gonna ask. Do you need a new one? Cause your old one sucked. No, my old one didn't suck. That's the problem. This is this is taking a turn for where we we've reverted back to Magikarp, or at least I have. I'm sorry. I'm like I need to apologize for for saying that. Like from the bottom. You should of my just heart. apologize anyway. In general, for most just things. just just a preemptive apology. <laughs> because you're gonna say something dumb at that's, some point. That's that's very just, true. Just just accept it and move on. You get the first strike. Yeah, yeah. That's. I feel like that's a good way to live life too. Abs- just just apologize in advance, and then no one can be mad at you. Well, we should probably bring this back to football. Yeah, yeah. Briefly. Yeah. We one major thing of news to happen the past week was Von Miller got paid. Paid. Good for him. He Good de- for he, him. he deserves he, it. I don't think he anyone. absolutely deserves it. Probably the best defensive player in the NFL mm-hmm. outside JJ Watt. But last year it was arguable he was the best. And he was certainly the linchpin of that defense that just won them the Super Bowl. So he deserved all the money. I think it's the second most guaranteed money out of every player. He's just below Andrew Luck and slightly above Eli Manning, which I think is hilarious that Eli Manning <laughs> has that much guaranteed money. Yeah, well. But at the same time, he's deserved it too. That's to true. Me. No, that's true. To and, and like, people people give Eli Manning shit, but, like, where would the team be really without him? You have to. I feel like you have to look at contracts in that way rather than like, oh, is he the best quarterback in the league? Oh, is is he the best running back in the league? I mean, that's not from a team perspective. That's not yeah. how that. It, like, it doesn't make sense to look at it that way. It's like how how important is this person to the team we have built? Right. It's it's like you can't look. Eli Manning is going to be worth more to some teams and less to other teams. He's probably yes. worth the most to the Giants because they built their whole goddamn team around him. So like I Absolutely. That's why so that's why when when Cutler got his his huge contract, I wasn't that mad about it because like he was very, you know, as is is mediocre as he was, he was very important to that Bears team. 
the Bears aren't in a position not or weren't rather in a position not to pay him and just kind of look for someone else out of free agency or, uh, you know, try and draft someone like yeah. that, that. That wasn't going to happen. So, like, I, I the same goes with Von Miller, right? It's the same thing. It's like I, he's one incredibly important to the team and he's also two like the best if, or, or the second best or like third best, depending on your opinion. Uh, defensive player in the NFL right now. So, you know, good for him. Yes. Good for him. Get paid. So, I, I was trying to think because we he he got kind of pissy about it earlier a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. He said something about the franchise tag. And, and it looked like things were things were tight and he probably... And clipping people out of his Instagram photos. Money. Yeah. So, it was it was tight. But I have this is how I think he got all that money. I think, all right, so John Elway, he's just uh, sitting in his stable, you know. In <laughs> his stable, yeah, 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 okay. Because he's yeah, a Yeah, right, right, I, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Von Miller walks into the room. He's like, well, walks into the stable or the barn or wherever, and he's just like, hey, how about we do this right now? No agents, no nothing, mm-hmm. just you and me. We just sit down. We hash it out right now. Neither of us can leave until we get this done. And Elway's like, Okay. So Miller looks at him and goes, I want this much money. And it's, I don't know, what, $117 million <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. And uh, Elway's like, no, no, <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that kind of money. I like, we have to pay other players on the team. I don't want to give this much money to a player who's not a quarterback. And Vaughn's like, Yes, but you haven't taken one thing into account. And Elway's like, what? And then Vaughn gets up. He locks the door to the stable, and he, he closes off all the vents. And he looks at him and goes, I had Chipotle 10 minutes ago. Oh, no! And that's when he starts dropping the gas bombs. Yeah, damn. And Elway's just sitting there like, oh, God, what do I do? I can resist. I can resist. But the air is just getting worse. It's getting just getting worse. And Von Miller just has this terrible look on his face as he just keeps passing this gas and the, the the hairs on John Elway's mane are starting to singe and and you know how bad burning hair smells and that just combines uh, with the smell of the farts and Elway he holds out as long as he can but no, you got to give it to him you do. that was, Von Miller he uh master negotiator he, yep he he hotboxed <laughs> Hotboxed Elway and giving him all that money. I wonder that's how I think it went down. I wonder if he like how often he farts on the field and if like his teammates or the other team ever call him out on it. It's it's so weird how farts have become part of Von Miller's personality. I, it, it, it seems like he actually genuinely has a flatulence problem. When when did it or he doesn't care, right? When did it what was the catalyst for that? For one, well, not for that, but for us knowing was was the Dancing with the Stars thing first? No, or it was, was the it fart the fart tax? I was going to ask. The fart tax. Yeah, it was last yeah. year. They, that was last um, year. It seems like it was longer. Yeah, ago. Gary Kubiak. He he <laughs> got sick of players farting farting in a players the, farting as pl- if players players <laughs> farting in meetings and such uh-huh. like that, and then everybody went giggle giggle. And then Von Miller explicitly said, I feel like I'm being targeted here. <laughs> and that was when we first understood that maybe Von Miller has a gastrointestinal problem. I was going to say, he, he could really kind of 
kill all this by like coming out if he does have like IBS by coming out and saying like hey I have IBS that's why maybe he just like... has like a mild lactose intolerance or something mm, and mm-hmm. he has it figured it out sure I know a couple people like that who are like mildly lactose intolerant and it'll make them farty where dairy yeah 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 dairy so maybe he doesn't realize that dairy is making him fart because maybe dairy's part of his daily routine part of his daily intake meals and stuff like that maybe he gets up and has like three bowls of cereal or something like that because he's von miller he's got to work off all those carbs i i choose to believe that that he is aware of his farts doesn't care to do anything about it because while he is uh you know he's coming in on the pass rush you know that's his secret weapon he just <laughs> he just lays down a hot beefer and everyone gets out of his way that might be true i don't know how well that would work because his butt would be facing the wrong direction well yeah you, and, and you uh, i feel like that would hurt his own defense to, more. yeah so maybe he, he tries to hold it in for when the play is over yeah and yeah and walking like, back to line he right really aims yeah towards the quarterback you have to like or, set like, it set it like it's a trap and mm-hmm. then just like, like a little minefield and then let it kind of bloom and 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 uh spread through the air and then by the time they hike the ball on the next play the trap has been sprung so maybe that maybe that's why cam newton was so looked looked so shaky is because he had von von miller farts in his nose the whole game maybe Vaughn got that first sack, that first yeah, hit, and that and was he it. Just, he just oh, dropped man. a bomb on Cam Newton's oh, face. Oh Cam just never recovered. It was just stuck in his nostrils for the rest of the game. He just, and you know when he fumbled the ball at the end of that game, and he didn't die for it. He was probably just thinking, "Well, I don't want to end up at the bottom of this pile because Vaughn will just keep ripping him." And he's broken. He's broken. He can't handle the this flatulence. It just can't happen. I. I want to believe, and I think it's actually not that far-fetched, that Von Miller, on at least one occasion, when he has sacked a quarterback, has farted on them. Either, like, either either on purpose or not. Uh, Just, like, diving into the guy and the impact, something. He just... He just... Squeaks a little air biscuit Farts on him. Farts on him. And, uh, And that makes me very happy. I just like I that feel like image. A football in my field, head. a locker room, is already is kind of a toxic place in terms of player uh, gas, odor, gaseous sure. expellent. Well, yeah, but at the same time, on a football field, right? Football fields smell good. They do. Like there's grass there, and and they are all. I mean, probably because of, you know, the fact that they're, you know, sweaty 300 pounds men on the probably field. Probably worse than indoor, you know. indoor stadiums. Yeah, that's like true. Like the dome stadiums. Even in maybe, indoor maybe stadiums. It's, maybe Von Miller can only play in Denver because the air is thinner up there <laughs> and it, it, it disperses better. better nice. That's why his teammates are able to tolerate Yes. Him. Yes. Good. This is a fart podcast. This is a fart podcast now. It's it's a fart strategy podcast, and I am I am so, so okay with it. Seriously, I can't imagine how foul locker rooms are. I went, I went to an all boys Catholic high school because I'm that guy, mm. and the cafeteria was basically a constant stream of burps and farts. Yep. 
by everyone there. Yep. Uh, I and we all know how immature locker rooms are. It's probably the exact same thing, but it's older, older gentlemen who have a little. They're not in their uh, their young teenage formative years uh-huh. anymore, so things are a little, little starting to break down in there. You know, <laughs> maybe yeah. their systems are not developing anymore. They're they've reached their peak and they they've started to slip a little bit. Sure, farts, <laughs> farts, farts are funny. Athletic Anyone who says funnier. farts aren't funny, they're lying. They are. They're or, lying, or they're a robot, or just don't be friends with those people. Farts are fun. good life advice from from intentional sounding. Don't be friends with anyone who thinks farts aren't funny, because they are, and they're they're always funny. In fact, if I had to right now, I would literally fart into the microphone because it would be funny. But I, but I don't have that ability. So we I'm should sorry, save that listeners. for when they offer um, virtual reality with Smellovision. Yeah, yeah, Smellovision podcast. That'd be great. That'd be great, and then you could smell like the 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 bourbon I drink and like all all that good stuff too. Not drinking we, we bourbon could, today. We could get Von Miller as a guest, and he could he could enhance our podcast. Oh yeah, his, yeah. We we could with his perfume. We could give the the uh, the layperson the the full experience of what it's like to be sacked by Von Miller and and then <laughs> farted on. <laughs> Look forward to the future of podcasting, folks. It's going to be wonderful. It absolutely is. I can't wait till they actually do something like Smellovision. I I remember. I don't know if it's ever going to be possible. Like I'm not sure if technology would work that way. But you know, it'd be cool. Maybe maybe one day it will. I, I just want. I mean, before we get there, I I just want like, I want all TV to be like those 4D rides at Disney World. Where, like, they spray water on you, and they're, like, weird fake rats that come oh, and they the like seats. Sh- and they shake your seats, and they, and shake they like, seat. blow air on the back yeah, of your Yeah, yeah, I want, like, that. Screw virtual reality, man, I want that. I want, like, I want, like, a home theater that has a hydraulic lift and, like, seats that you need to put, like, seat belts on for safety purposes. And also, like... Yeah, water and uh, and and like weird smells. That was that was actually probably my favorite ride at Disney World. I I think I went there right after uh, eighth grade graduation. Mm. We family went down there, and me and my there was this thing called Alien Encounter. I think it only lasted for a year because it was too scary for kids. Oh, okay. But it it was a new game. It was a new ride. Me and my dad got on it. My my sister was real young, so she wimped out, and my mom had to take care of her, so she didn't go on. Mm. But we walked into like a circular theater, and basically it was a premise of everybody was in this spaceship, and an alien got loose, and you hear like attacks, and it like you hear it like wander behind you in the oh man it'll like it like breathe on your neck and like screw people up and like occasional random screams would happen it was it was it was genuinely cool and i was bummed to find out that a year later they turned it into like a lilo and stitch ride or something no that sucks it was too intense for the kiddies i i remember the ones i always 
the 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 experience i always had with that was it was some like generic trip through the amazon and then you always go down a waterfall and like there's this light refreshing uh spritz of like misting water while like on the screen you're like underwater and like that was the one other thing they did so when the alien broke free it set off the the fire alarm. <laughs> it so set off the sprinklers. Sprayed. It set off the sprinklers, so we all got sprayed a little bit. And at one point, I do think they released like a stink bomb sort of smell. It's just like, oh, you could smell it. And there's like a stink bomb. And half half the audience was like, is Von Miller here? Jeez. Von Miller? None of us know who that is yet <laughs> because this is like 2002. Bringing it, bringing it back around. I like it. I like it. I mean, it, we have to admit, we, we spent 10 minutes on farts. This is going to be That's true. the fart cast. The fart cast. Intentional intentional farting. The droplet fart cast. Pull my podcast. <laughs> Good. Yes. I hope that's actually a podcast where they literally just talk about farts and, and digestive health. I hope there is a digestive health podcast. I'm sure there there is an everything podcast. It's like the que- I guess right the now, question dude. would be: Is there a good digestive health podcast? Because like like a it, funny one? Because I'm sure there's one with like doctors. One that are that's like, one that's at least entertaining and listenable. You know what I mean? I, no. Have you ever? I, <laughs> there, I can tell you right now, there is no listener. There, the the only ones that exist are are doctors. They kind of talk like this. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I can't, the... I can't stand people who are not able to talk in any sort of way because I, I don't have a lot of public speaking experience, but I, I like to feel like I'm a fairly entertaining person to listen to, and I've had, I've had plenty of people comment me, compliment me on this that we're, we're good, we have decent chemistry here, mm-hmm. but one thing that bothers me the hell is when I have a technical problem. I, like most people, will look up tutorial videos on Google yeah. on how to fix technical yep. problem. And I feel like every single person who makes a technical help yeah. video oh on God. YouTube has the worst. They they must not talk at all. They 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 all have terrible microphones. They all they're all just like okay. So if you want to do this, um, you're gonna have to you have to go to here and uh, it it I can't understand it's, how they're so bad it doesn't even need to be entertaining right it's just it's literally they can't like they the way they talk makes you not pay attention yeah and it's it's horrible because they usually spend the first minute just saying random stuff and you're just like come on get to the problem yeah the problem. yeah yeah like well so i was i was literally i was looking one up about how to like uh it was some weird hard drive thing i had to do it was like Thank you for clicking on this video about how to change your hard drive enclosure. My na- my name is Jack and Daxter fan 1993 and first and foremost I just want to give a, a quick sh- quick shout out to to Aku 7777777 for helping me out with uh lending me his camera and uh, also editing that Starwipe intro uh that was all him. So uh first and foremost I want to thank thank you very much uh, for that. Now I'm going to spend one minute 
actually opening up the hard drive that I bought because I didn't do that before. And I'm going to actually spend like five minutes talking about other random shit before I actually tell you what you need to do. You don't need a, it's, it's every single don't, one. Don't man. forget it's, to mention the 30 second logo intro. With oh that my music. God. Yeah. Yeah. With, with like, with like an instrumental version of a Linkin Park song that's also a Jeff MIDI. three three seven. Yeah, dude. Fix it problems and then like really bad effects and really crappy. I don't know, like Ramstein or something. Yeah, like that yeah, over yeah. It. There's there's a there's a I think it's a Creative Commons licensed riff that always plays in front of them. That goes like, it's the worst. It's it's just like every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, it's that one. You're, you you like searched in GarageBand or whatever for like hardcore riff, and uh, and you're like, yeah, yeah, this will work. I don't perfect. understand why it's so hard to just talk normally, sort of. Talk it, like it, you're talking real life. Like, yeah, it it makes me feel like all these IT people are just the most boring people in real life. And yeah. I know that they're probably they probably talk differently with their friends or whatever like that. It's not hard. I mean, when you're making a video like that, you're not really you're public speaking, but you're not really public speaking in the no. same way that right now people are listening to me talk, but they're not in the room with me right now. So it's significantly easier because I don't have to sit here at the top and come up with random tricks like, oh, there's someone in their underwear. Right. I can just I, I could just Google someone in their underwear right now and it, it gives me the same effect. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not pl I'm not really playing to an audience. I'm really just playing off you. And if you're making a video by yourself, I know it's a, kind of a little awkward to talk to yourself, but just pretend you're talking to somebody and explaining it. You, you, there's no excuse to be as boring as you, as that. Yeah. I mean, and even when the, like the, the, the thing that gets me is like I was saying before, like even when the video itself is going to be boring, like if you're, if you're going to do a, a tutorial video on how to like put up drywall in your apartment, that is going to be objectively boring. Well, I guess subjectively, unless you're like really into DIY and I don't know, really into putting up drywall, like that's a boring subject the least you can do, you like the bare minimum you have to do right is 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 be at least engaging enough or have enough variance in your voice do something that makes people want to pay attention because again half the time when i like watch when i'm like i need to learn how to do this or i need to learn how to fix this um oh uh, bikes bikes are another big one um like bike how to's they do this too. Like you, you end up watching the video and you completely zone out and you're like, yeah. I just, I lost. You, you, you get like, you're halfway through the video and like, Oh crap. I just missed like the past two steps right. because this person is the least interesting person on the planet. Mm -hmm. I don't really have that problem with mechanical things. I feel like it's always the tech support videos mm. that are the worst. I tech support videos and Maybe fifty percent of the Photoshop tutorials I watch, sure, to, they, they could be boring. But I, f I feel like it's always the tech people. Like I, I bring this up because I was just having a problem with my phone earlier today. My phone lock pattern all of a sudden wasn't being recognized. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, long story short, I just rebooted the phone. And it 
sound and it works fine now but i i looked up a couple videos trying to figure out what the problem is and i got like a minute into the videos i'm like no i need to find just an article that explains things i can't listen to these people talk yeah so so i guess that's uh that's that's another life tip for you never never look up how to videos on on the internet just do it yourself and you'll probably be fine but it makes but we got on this topic because of boring podcast availability yeah and i yeah. just assume that there are a lot of podcasts with that problem i'm i'm sure yeah that like most if it's like a how-to podcast i bet it's 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 like that it's a podcasting podcast now get used to it podcasting podcast so maybe we should just bring it back to farts yeah we we could or or we could bring it back to uh to football because there's one thing one thing that i want to mention that no nobody else nobody nobody else cares about uh adam schefter was on serious fantasy sports radio uh recently all right first off why we please tell me you didn't actually seek out serious fantasy no i didn't i saw this on the twitter Okay, um, okay. You're forgiven. Okay. And Adam, this is a quote from Adam Schefter. The Trevor Simeon talk and chatter is real. He has a legitimate chance to win the job. The competition is real. Hashtag Broncos. This, uh, a reference to famed former Northwestern uh, quarterback Trevor Simeon, uh, who is a Super Bowl winner. And I believe, I, I believe he led, actually, uh, the Broncos to that Super Bowl. Because he kneeled, <laughs> he kneeled that ball down. Uh, I think either at the end or at the end of the half, something like that. Uh, Trevor Trevor Simeon, uh, who was who was a pretty good but not great quarterback in college, um, our uh, Northwestern fans probably best hope at seeing a uh, a current alum kind of do some do some real real damage on on the offensive side of the ball at least we've got a, a lot of uh a lot of really kind of highly touted defensive uh people yeah. in there but but so so uh trevor simeon competing with uh paxton lynch and the one the only mark sanchez for the for the starting job and if people like talked about if like we talked to spilly about how sad that is that, I don't that, know. That, I, I haven't been able to talk to Spilly too much for the uh, past few weeks because he's he officially moved. That's right. Colorado. Yeah, he's in, so he, he's in he's, Colorado Spilly's now. A, Spilly's a busy man, and I, I can't wait for him to get settled because I want to bring him back on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, so going from, from, well, I guess not from really, not from Peyton Manning, from like the broken husk of Peyton Manning to a choice between Paxton Lynch, Mark Sanchez, and former Northwestern quarterback Trevor Simeon, who, to be fair, to be fair, has a year of uh, a year of NFL experience under his belt. So you know, not 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 I'd a green start horn Sanchez. anymore. I'd start if I were the Broncos. I'm I'd a start, terrible I'd, homer. Yeah, I'd start Sanchez. Try and get Paxton because I don't. I think Paxton's a bit of a project. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I I don't so think many people would start. Disagree with Sa- that. Sanchez is. A, He's a low end starter, but he's a legitimate starter. Yeah, starting experience. Yep. You stick Sanchez out there. Hope he's able to hold down the. Hope, just make him manage the game, which is all the Broncos really need to do with a defense like that. Mm-hmm. They just need. They just need the offense 
the uh, quarterback to manage the game. They don't need him to be stellar. If, sure. Because I think Sanchez is better than last year Peyton Manning, to be perfectly yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, I would like Sanchez isn't good, but I would. I would probably take Sanchez over last year Peyton Manning. Yeah. I people you hear Mark Sanchez right, and you and you automatically think like dog shit Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez isn't dog. Mark shit Sanchez anymore. will for be forever linked with the butt fumble yep. so even if he becomes okay and it, and he has i okay, would argue that he has he, he is a he is a perfectly his, okay his, quarterback his time with the eagles wasn't like stellar but he was okay yeah, he had a couple good games I, too like he's not he's not as bad as his reputation and his reputation is soiled by one particularly famous moment mm-hmm. but yeah o- overall I, if i was the broncos i would start sanchez stick uh Paxton and let Paxton and Simeon kind of like work it out behind him. Yeah. I I, that, I would that agree would be with what that. I, would do. I like I think that's in in my in my heart of hearts what I believe is going to happen is pretty much exactly that. Uh and then which makes me kind of sad because I think that what that means for Trevor Simeon is that he is going to kind of become a McCown or uh you know you know just kind of kind of become a journeyman backup that's what he all he was ever going to be i know no no, i'm i'm aware i'm aware that's that's all he was ever gonna be i'm aware i just uh hey and we're we're calling back to last week right always always be pessimistic and then you'll never always always be pessimistic there's one more thing i wanted to bring up Mm -hmm. before we go and I kind of wish they'd brought it up a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but th- th- there was a little bit of hullabaloo over this one quote by an NBA writer said he basically people were complaining about the, the warriors and the lack of parody and blah, blah, sure. blah in the NBA. And he said, you know why the NFL has parody because a small sample of 16 games with a single elimination tournament doesn't churn out the best team consistently. And to you, NBA writer, Fred Katz, that's what makes the NFL so goddamn great. Yep. Yep. What what do you think the the phrase any given given any given gun day comes from? Any given <laughs> any, any given any, <laughs> any given Sunday. Where do you think that phrase comes from? I That's, love the NFL because the NFL is kind of chaos. It's not even kind of. There's no kind of about it. The NFL is chaos and that is what like the statement. I like that, that the best regular season team can just have one bad day in the postseason, and it'll all it'll, be yeah, over. Yeah, it it'll ends all everything. Be for not. That's that's why. Yeah, that's that's why it's so like heartbreak. That's why heartbreak in football happens to the degree that it does. You know what I mean? And that's why. And that's why it's also such a a big deal for a team to be historically good or historically bad because that's yeah. hard in football it, it either is. way it's, it's really hard. hard to go 18 and oh it's really hard to win only lose only one game in the regular season like the panthers did mm-hmm. last year it's that's really hard to do so it's really funny to see them lose yeah yep absolutely so so like i guess the nba writer is correct but like that's part of the appeal of the sport. So like, what are that, you really saying? You know, it, I, I that's that's the best part of the NFL is just the the sheer chaos, chaos that happens. Yep. I, I 
it every game matters every game matters you have to put your best out there every single week especially in the playoffs because you can't lose one game and be like okay well we got three more games we can work this out Mm -hmm. no you got to get it done in those 60 minutes right yeah the the, you're always on edge there so you get that's the thing like you said every game matters and like in any other sport that's not really always true unless you're talking about a tournament setting so like soccer right like every game matters in soccer because soccer has a billion tournaments all the time um so every game matters in those but like i don't think in very few i'll say sports regular seasons um for like do do individual games matter to the degree they do in football simply because the sample size is so low right one game is is a much higher percentage of your season than it is say in baseball where you play 125 something games like it's just not baseball so absurd like i always feel like it goes in the opposite direction for the playoffs in baseball like these 162 game seasons ultimately get boiled down to a series of seven, seven games. games yeah yeah and, and and in case of the wild card games a single elimination game that's why and people were so mad about that i and i think yeah. they had a point i'm i'm not sure i i i'm not sure i i really change it because i don't know what the alternative would be but like that's elimination games it, you have to match the season to the playoffs right you have to there yeah. can't be there has to be some your, sort of your entire 162 game season coming down to effectively four games that you have to win or lose. Yeah, like when you go home. It's and just to advance to another series of four games, like that's. I mean, it maybe it's better at determining who the best team is, but it's it it almost feels unfair. Right. Somehow. Well, because 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 it, you know. I think basketball and hockey have the best balance. The seasons yep. are, have a lot of games, but they're not too long. They're not baseball long. Mm-hmm. And the playoffs feel a little bit more meaningful in hockey and basketball. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. But not a, not quite as absolute chaos as football. Right. The, which is which is why, like, I, I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, oh, man, like, because I, I never really think about this. Like, the, the football playoff is four games yep four games there yep. there are f- <laughs> like it's it's it, you know if you're a number one seed you may only play three yeah yes yes like and that's just so insane to me yeah like when when you actually like say it out loud and think about it you know in 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 comparison with the other you know sporting leagues well, when you think where the other sporting leagues have a best of seven, uh, seven games in an NFL season is half the season. Yeah, well, right, right. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's so, not only are there, not only is it single elimination, right? But like, there are, you know, not a lot of teams make the playoffs. So it's, Not a lot of teams. Nope. It's, it's just, it's short, it's condensed, and it's, uh, it's... I think that chaos is my favorite part. There's a lot of stats nerds. Baseball has been completely taken Mm -hmm. over by number crunchers, and that's another reason why I don't like it anymore. But football, there's a lot of number crunchers for football. 
but I can't really take any of them seriously because no matter what formulas they try to create to determine, oh, who's the best player at this position or who's the best team this season, there just isn't a big enough sample size and there are too many variables per between teams, between games, between weeks to ever have that data truly be meaningful. Right. They're going to be wrong. Like, And that's, yeah, they're going to be wrong. It, you, your uh, football outsider's formula can determine to a certain degree who might be the best, but ultimately, like, you can't use that to really predict who's going to win yeah. or say who's the best because it doesn't matter. Football is chaos, and that is the best part about football. Yeah. You can try and measure it all you want, and if they ever do come up with a way to measure it, it's going to suck because it's going to yeah. suck the fun out of it, just like it sucked the fun out of baseball for everybody except for number crunchers. Chaos is the best part about Chaos, sports. Like, Absolutely. I watch sports for the insane stuff happens. Mm-hmm. My favorite my favorite part of any football game is a fumble. Oh, God, yeah. Because football is when, or a tipped interception. Is when everything breaks down. No, fumbles specifically. Okay. Fumbles, when a fumble happens – the, the play structure, everything, everything breaks down and it becomes a whole bunch of individuals trying to jump on an oblong ball that doesn't know where it's going to bounce. It is chaos at its purest form. And it for like half a second of all these players just running and jumping and landing on each other, you don't know what's going to happen. It is, it is pure beauty. I never thought about it that way. That's pretty beautiful, that's, actually. That's the f- fumbles, like even when your team loses them, I, when fumbles happen, it is the best part of football mm-hmm. because it's just pure nonsense. You have no idea what's going to happen. Everything is up in the well, air. Because unlike with a with a tipped interception, which is one of my favorite parts, just because it it is it is it yeah. is similar to that. But on it, when a ball gets tipped and it, the ball gets in the air after it's tipped, you're like <gasps> the right. But yeah. the the difference there though is that is that people keep on their assignments. And like, mm-hmm. and like everyone still is kind of in their, in their mode. There are people who were, who were involved with that and people who were not when, when the ball is loose, no matter where they are on the field, everyone, it's a dog pile. When there's a live ball mm-hmm. bouncing on the field. Yep. It is, it is pure, pure chaos. It's, and oh I love man. Every moment. Especially of it. if it's on a kickoff or a punt. <laughs> Seriously, yes. if it like a muffed punt or or kickoff, or or if the ball's stripped during the return, just because because in that I mean in that situation, then the ball has kind lines. of a momentum. Yeah, but you also have literally all the teams are just running at each other. All the players yeah. on the teams are running at each other, so the it's just like everything all at once, and that's why football is great. Football, that's why football is the best. Mm. And I think that's how we should end it. Yeah, embrace chaos, we've, folks. We, we've hit we've hit our limit mm-hmm. here, and we managed to get through a whole other episode without talking about Pokemon Go. That's so true. Sam, you might as well plug yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, you can you can find me at uh, Sam G R E S Z E S E S E S on Twitter. Uh, I'm writing for Game Skinny as well uh, right now. Um, so GameSkinny.com. I also, uh, if any of you guys are in the Chicagoland area. I'm also an actor, and I'm in, or I'm understudying for a play called The Princess, the Minstrel, and the Rabid Bat that is uh, going up around a whole bunch of Chicago parks. We open, uh, this podcast goes up on Wednesday, so we, we will have opened 
yesterday, Tuesday, but we uh, have performances through the middle of August, so uh, it's free. If you want to come out and see it, you know, check the schedule, um, Google it, and you'll be able to, to find it. It would be awesome to see you guys out there because the show's pretty sweet. There's like sword fighting and shit. Anyway, Dave? Yes, I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic. Uh, this entire podcast is brought to you by my Drawplay Patreon. So please, please help us mm-hmm. out. Get a little bit better. Maybe we can get some free beer sponsors. Yeah, buddy. Our, obviously, the Drawplay.com is where this all started. And. I didn't mention this last week, and I didn't mention it at the beginning of the episode because I forgot because I am going to edit it in after I record <laughs> this, but we do have a little little intro, outro music. I'm sure you know. Yeah, we do. Week. And it's just a little free sample thing that I found online. I don't know if that's going to be permanent. I think it works for now. I, I, I wanted to... It said you can use it for whatever as long as you credit i got it from bensound.com this is me crediting it it'll obviously be in the description but i did want to just highlight that yes we do have a little little theme now so tell me what you think about that by the way yeah or if you want to make us a theme yo make us a theme song do it but yes have a great one uh we'll see you next week absolutely